Gaudiamus omnes in Domino. Let us all rejoice in the Lord, keeping high festival in honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary, for whose solemn feast the angels rejoice and give praise to the Son of God. And the song, my heart hath uttered a good word. I speak my works to the King. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The intro of today's Mass was originally composed, not for the Blessed Virgin Mary, but for the Feast of St. Agatha, Virgin and Martyr. But the text and the melody are possessed of such charm, such grace, that it was later adapted for use on many other feasts, echoing the words of St. Paul to the Philippians, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say rejoice. Or in Monsignor Knox's translation, Joy to you in the Lord at all times. Once again, I wish you joy. St. Paul's words to the Philippians send us back to the angelic salutation. The Ave Maria, the Hail Mary, repeated 150 times in Our Lady's Psalter. 150 Psalms, 150 Hail Marys in the 15 Mysteries of the Rosary. Hail thou who art full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Now, the Greek gives something quite different. Kaire ke karitomine o kirius meta su Ave Maria, gratia plena dominus tecum. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Lovelier words were never spoken since the dawn of time. Joy and grace and beauty and loveliness upon thee, O thou who art full of joy and grace and beauty and loveliness. If the rosary were no more than this, the angelic salutation repeated as many times as there are psalms in David's Psalter, it would be sufficient to infuse rivers of heavenly joy into souls weighed down by earthly sorrows, to send the vigor of grace into souls laid low by the disgrace of sin, to beautify souls disfigured by disobedience, to make lovable again 
souls fallen into every unlovely distortion of love. All of this the Rosary has done and still does and will always do for souls who are humble enough to take up the beads and begin the circle of repetition by which the mothering embrace of the Virgin wraps itself round our human frailty. For that is the Rosary, the mothering embrace of the Virgin wrapped round our human frailty. The Rosary confounds complexity. And, as I said to my sons this morning in chapter, decapitates pride. There is no problem or difficulty that cannot be solved or resolved by faithful, persevering recourse to Mary's Psalter. The Rosary is the gift of the Mother of God to the poor and to the powerless, who alone are capable of hearing the Gospel in all its purity and of responding to it with a generous heart. It is to such as these, the childlike and the weak, the poor and the trusting, that the Rosary is given. And it is to such as these that the Rosary belongs. There are no sufferings that cannot be borne peacefully so long as a soul is praying the Rosary. Through the Rosary, all the grace and powers of the mysteries pass through Mary's immaculate heart into the hearts of the little ones who invoke her, repeating the angels Ave over and over again. I will go so far as to say, to affirm, that there are illnesses that can be cured through the Rosary. There are clouds of darkness and confusion that only the Rosary can disperse. Why? Why? Simply because it is the favorite prayer of the Mother of God. A prayer that originated in the heights of heaven and was carried to earth by an archangel, a prayer echoed and amplified in the church down through the ages, a prayer loved by the saints, a prayer 
of disarming power and of immense depth. There are those who find the rosary difficult. The difficulty lies not in the rosary, but in the complexity of those who struggle to enter into its simplicity. Through the rosary, Mary, health of the sick, heals the sick of mind and body. Through the rosary, Mary, queen of peace, gives peace where there is conflict. Through the rosary, Mary, refuge of sinners, makes saints out of poor sinners. For through Mary, full of grace, where sin abounded, grace did more abound. Through the rosary, Mary, Queen of the Senegal, illumines priests in darkness, gives joy to struggling monks, and everywhere raises up vocations in abundance. Listen then to the plea of the Mother of God in so many places. What did Mary sing in the psalm verse of the intro to this Mass? She sang, Eructavit cor meum verbum bonum, dico ego opera mea Joyful the thoughts that well up from my heart, mine it is to speak of the works of the King. If we pray the Rosary, the thoughts of Mary's Immaculate Heart, thoughts of joy, will become the thoughts of our hearts. If we pray the Rosary, Ours it will be to speak of the works of the King. For with the Mother of God, we shall begin to see and to say, He whose name is holy has wrought for me his wonders. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.